Welcome to the um, latest episode of The Joy of Entertaining. This is the second episode. So excited. This is the first one of 2024. Hope everyone had a wonderful New Year's. My name is Charlie Bruno. I am known as the Mascot Dude, and I'm your host for this podcast. So last time we had one of my good friends, Regina. We talked about fitness, music, holiday commercials, and childhood memories. This, this time for the second episode, we're going do one of my other friends in my other field of entertainment because of some things we cannot say where he works but he had a very long career in entertainment so i'd like to welcome my good friend ryan mason to the joy of welcome hi <laughs> so how you doing um today I'm well, I'm well. It's very snowy out here uh, in Chicago. We're getting hit by a snowstorm. <laughs> so I always ask this question to begin this one. Mm-hmm. When you think of hearing the word, the joy of entertaining, what's the first thing that would come to your mind? When I hear joy of entertaining, the first thing that really comes to my mind is um, laughter and happiness and the reason why i say that is because with the joys of entertaining part of that is bringing laughter and you know happiness to people um that maybe feeling down or just have like that dark day or they just need like a little bit of an extra oomph to you know help them get through some like the work obstacles that they're facing so it's kind of what pops into my head all right so as you, if you listen to the um, past episode, when I talked about joy of entertaining, I will say it again in my eyes. For those that didn't listen, listen to it, why didn't you? But when I think when I hear the joy of entertaining, I think of the um, what brings happiness um, to everyone. There's a reason why we've all got into the entertainment field. If you're a fitness instructor, if you're a mascot performer, a cosplayer, a puppeteer. Um, an actor, a writer, a producer, a singer. So there's a lot of things when it comes to the joy of entertaining. So let's go ahead and kick this off. And like I said, you've had a lot of careers. Singing, costume character work, um, mm-hmm. a full, big line of entertainment. I do. And because we cannot say who you mask off for, like we did on the other podcast, we won't say because mm-hmm. you told. Of course. Why don't you give yourself give a, a quick introduction about yourself for our listeners? All right. So uh, I'll try to say my name is Ryan, Ryan Mason. I am based out of Chicago, Illinois. I've been uh, in entertainment for over a decade. This is my 13th year in the mascot entertainment field. Uh, he said it's singing, which is true. I'm in a church choir currently. I've done choir for three years, uh, improvisational acting here and there. Um, and I have really, you know, was drawn to the arts of entertainment at a very young age, always singing and dancing and just really trying to always find that inner, as people would say, pop star. But for me, it was that inner uh an inner shooting star as i call it because i knew that i was gonna be something at a young age like i always knew that my name was gonna be known somehow some way and 
being in the field I am right now, it's kind of gotten known pretty well around the state of Illinois and even other states like Indiana, Wisconsin, and it's kind of, it's really hard, even Florida. So it's like really heartwarming. And now it's expanded to Texas. So, I mean, who would have thought that little city boy would now, or not city, but suburban boy would go from kind of having just a regular old name to something that's bigger, you know, 30 years later. Well, like, so 13 years in the field of the mascot, of mascotting. Yes. So, and only a few years in singing at, yes. at this moment. Yes. You can say. Yes. But, and for those that are wondering what I am as a singer, I am a, um, I'm a subharmonic bass. So I sing very low. <laughs> I have some of those super low notes that you probably hear like Tim Faust or Jeff Casalucci or uh, Avi Kaplan hit um or even the bass gang so <laughs> you know what you pretty much brought into my next question because i wanted to save the mascot talk for later mm-hmm. when it comes to singing yes who do you look up to um one of the artists that really comes to mind for singing is uh jeff casalucci i started watching uh, his work years ago, uh, they were on the sing-off uh, alongside, if I remember correct, Home Free, which won the sing-off, um, and they were like runner-ups. And I remember just hearing Jeff's bass voice, and I was like, man, I can I want to like sing like that. And I, I didn't know if I was going to be able to ever do that. And um, when I was about 22, 23, is when my voice kind of went boom and dropped lower. So uh, I started hitting these super like low subharmonic notes that Jeff would hit. And he has videos on his channel that if you haven't watched, go ahead and check them out. They're very informative on how to really sing subharmonic notes, uh, do vocal fries and growls and all these bass techniques. So he's definitely a, a singer I look up to uh, for sure. So I would say, was there any like pop? artists that you think of in music wise let's just say um Poppers. yeah oh, Patone, I, justin timberlake <laughs> just the same those two looking at some stuff aj yes. boys yes i mean um i grew up listening to Backstreet boys and and sync and 98 degrees boy um new kids on the block boys and men all that so but there's a few artists that really do stick out in the mind of course joey Patone is my favorite and sync in Backstreet, it was Kevin Richardson, and funny enough, he was the bass, Joey's the baritone, so you kind of see, like, where that musicality of my inspiration comes from. Um, I always thought I was a tenor. I was wrong. <laughs> it, it, it was not in the cards for me to be a tenor, let alone even a counter-tenor, or even, like, a tenor tone. Uh, bass is kind of right beside, and I'm happy with that. Um, if I'm going to go rock and roll artist, though, definitely... I would say Freddie Mercury is a huge musical inspiration. You know, Queen was a a band I listened to since birth till now, and I and I love him still. Um, Freddie Mercury is definitely a voice, and he's a huge talent. So that would probably be some of my musical artists that I look up to. All right, I, I was gonna say rock. Like, I, I, when I look at you, like I think maybe like. Papa Roach, Olymp Biscuit, something like that. <laughs> uh, I do listen to Papa Roach, Olymp Biscuit too. Um, I'm not going to deny it. I've been to many metal concerts. I've seen Dope. I've seen David Suicide, Amarath, 
Pepe, uh, Seven Dust, Nine Point, El Nino. Like, I've seen so many metal bands. So, <laughs> there's a little hidden fact for you a bass singer that is a metalhead. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll talk about it later about what brings us joy in, in general. It's just TV mm-hmm. shows and all that, all that fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. But let's go ahead and get into the mascotting field. All right. Because fun fact about both of us, we are Chuck E. Cheese's alumni. We are. So that's where I got my start. Mm-hmm. So how did you get your mascot bug? My mascot bug happened. I was 18 years old. I was in high school. Uh, I have two very wonderful teachers, uh, Mr. Ryan Christie and uh, Miss Terry Murray. Uh, uh, Ms. Murray retired a few years ago, but they always knew I had this entertainer quality. And I remember in like high school and like English class, I was doing like acting stuff and privatizational acting. And I had to portray two brothers. And then I was asked to do stuff in a pap rally. We did have a mascot in my high school. His name is Artie the Raider. Um, and I never really put him on because I was a short kid in school, a short shy kid. So doing the pep rallies helped me come out of my shell. And then that kind of geared me into when I was about 20 years old. And I started working at a place called Key Lime Cove, which is no longer in Gurney, Illinois. And I was asked by the kids entertainment manager if I wanted to work down there to be a mascot. And uh, I put on Tsuki the Toucan. That was the first ever mascot I performed. And it just bit me just square right in the butt and from there it just kind of led into uh what i do now um that resort is now great wolf lodge which i worked there as well and was wiley the wolf and uh six count them six face characters in that resort so i had seven characters under my belt in a span of like seven months or five months or whatever and um, I just remember when I put on Wiley and looked in the mirror, you kind of like see the inner child of yourself next to you. And I saw that and that bug bit me even harder. And I was like, this is what I want to do for like my career. And, you know, as my, my gym, my job. So I made that my goal and just, you know, worked at it. <laughs> so we, I know who you look up to, who are oh. your, who are your favorite mascots and characters. We've talked about it in our first podcast that we did together mm. um, two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, but for those that haven't listened to those episodes because they are now in archive, um, who, I was gonna say, who, who did you look up to? With mascot um, performer wise. God, there's there's many that I look up to. I, as a little boy, I remember the first time seeing. Um, I mean, everybody says like I saw Benny the Bull when I was like little on TV, but I also saw like you know skates of the Chicago Wolves, and I saw him, and I saw you know th- those two particularly of Chicago, and I was like, oh man, skates is a super cool mascot. Like I want to meet him. Like I looked up to skates as a little boy, and I also looked up to uh, you know Benny, but when I was looking at inspiration of mascots, the one that truly does come to mind is Toro of the Houston Texans. That, that mascot there, he is just phenomenal. I love him. He's a great guy. He's just, you know, the performance of that character is just so unique, but just very like, it's, it's undescribable 
because he just is so spontaneous with everything that he does. And Toro was definitely one that I look up to for sure. Um, of course, you know, Blue of the Indianapolis Colts. I look up to Rocky, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, some big names right there. Uh, of course, Philly Fanatic. I mean, who doesn't love Philly Fanatic? Um, and then there was another mascot that kind of grew on me through the years. And I really do, for some reason, this mascot just, I just love this mascot so much. He's a baseball mascot in the MLB. And it is um, Lucille of the San Francisco Giants. For some, I just love Lucille. He's just so funny. I met him actually last year and he was just so wonderful to hang around with and to to get pictures with. He just, he even hijacked my phone. <laughs> he took a selfie on it. So, but those are definitely some mascots for sure that I look up to. All right. So when we go to looking up to some of the mascots and all, all, all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to put you in a little hot seat right now. <laughs> okay. So, we, we, we talked about um, favorite ma- um, mascots. Do you have any favorite books? That uh, ooh, favorite books. Um, I can definitely say one of them is The Power of Fun by Dave Raymond. I mean, that's just a stable for any mascot performer or any entertainer out there that wants to read a good book on The Power of Fun. There you go. Um, there's also Mascot on a Mission by Dan Mears, which I was very fortunate to find in a little free library, and it was signed by Casey Will. So <laughs> I'm very fortunate for that. Growing up was like Harry Potter, a series of fortunate events, Captain Underpants. <laughs> it was like my, my main books as a kid. But as I got older, I started kind of gravitating towards like self-help books, like You Are a Badass. Um, I have one that's literally, it's, it's censored on the front. It's like un yourself is the one and i kind of bought that one on a whim but i was like that's actually a really cool book um but there's another book i know that i read that really it, it just read it was definitely a really good read and i highly recommend it for anybody that wants to um read a good book it's called mascot um the the author's name is kind of blanking on me at the moment but the name of the book is called mascot it is a really wonderful read it's about a a a young kid who was a baseball star and he got into a car accident with his dad and he wound up becoming a paraplegic uh, and his dad passed away in the car wreck. And so he missed playing baseball, but always knew he was going to get stronger at it, like to try to get back to walking. And in turn, they started talking about like Fred Bird and other mascots in um, that book and he started becoming like a mascot for like his school and his baseball team and it's it's just a really wonderful read so if you're looking for a good book out there that's definitely one that's a, like the top of the list that, that was really interesting I read it just this past summer Ooh. so okay I mean, I'm gonna look that one up I apologize mm-hmm. for everyone for the way I'm all my extra noises I'm making um, my brain always goes 100 miles per hour every time I do these um, podcasts. So I want to make it's sure true. I'm not forgetting <laughs> anything. So if you had to pick a sport uh, and that only one you can do, only one for the rest of your life, which sport would you want to be? 
Uh, like sport as in like performing as a mascot in sports or just sports in general? Both. Both. Uh, baseball. Easily. Baseball? Easy, easily baseball. I love the environment. I love I love warm weather. So baseball is always like my, my favorite sport. Uh, you know, growing up in Chicago, Chicago Cubs. Been literally diehard fans since day one. I mean, I like the White Sox as well. So I'm not going to like be biased because they're both baseball teams in Chicago. And the mascot uh, performance is very fun there because, you know, you get to walk around in the stadium. You get to, like, steal the fans' popcorn or nachos or something. So, Or even on the field, you get to do, like, skits. So, And plus, who doesn't love going to a baseball game, having a, a nice hot dog, a nice cold, you know, soft drink or a beer, <laughs> you know what I mean? And just relax with your friends and watch a baseball game and then have a mascot come and just hang out with you guys, you know what I mean? Like, yep. what else to do better? I was going to say, you just talked about it. Um, stadium stadium food, beers. All right. Mm-hmm. You'll go to stadium snack. Ooh, that's... that's. And if you say <laughs> a Chicago dog, I'd be like, come on, that's so biased. That is actually not my go-to. My go-to for stadium food... Um, Rather, uh, I would say baseball, um, particularly because that's where you find it, is a good corn dog. For some reason, when I'm mascotting, a corn dog always hits the spot. It's not too heavy and it's not too light. It's just like the perfect thing to have. Or a walking taco, Doritos walking taco. Those are my two go-tos. Those are my go-tos, especially mascotting, (laughs) because I will eat those and inhale them. And an ice-cold root beer. All right. I say my ritual during my mascot days was horrible. When I say bad, I mean bad. Oh, I remember you told me this. You told me this. <laughs> Red Bull and hot dogs. He had like five Red Bulls. I think it was <laughs> one game. It was, it was it was a big game. It was a four pack. I had a four pack. Yep, which is bad. Oh. Don't do that, guys. No. Don't do that. That's that was like that heart is- racing. They were spaced out, but still, you don't do that anymore. Exactly. And now there's so many others out there. I know, time for the cheap plug. Oh, and here's another book I forgot to mention real quick earlier. Boom. Little Ways to Keep Calm and Carry On. I just started reading this, and it's 20 Lessons for Managing Worry, Anxiety, and Fear. I found this actually at a uh, half-price books for like four bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I was saying... Um, there's so many ways now to stay energized. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky enough to say that I am a part of the Red Redcon 1 family. Awesome. Redcon 1 is nutrition supplements. So protein powders, pr- pr- um, protein shakes, protein mm-hmm. bars, um, energy, pre-workouts. So... You can check out the great products at redcon1.com. And if you use my code MASCOTDUDE, you get 20% off when you check out. Hey. So all you need now is just one scoop. I do not need to have full, full cancer Red Bull anymore. Just one scoop of the pre-workout, and I'm good for the, for the night. So, all right, that's taken care of. Let's go ahead and move on. So let's talk about what 
brings you joy as a human being. Because when I, when, I, when I say that, I'm talking about TV shows, um, commercials, any, nothing's off limits. Mm-hmm. But we have to keep it clean. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, what brings me joy? Well, one thing that brings me joy is helping others, uh, especially in the mascot field. Um, they, it's I get asked questions all the time. Um, before when I started doing this, I wasn't asked much, but in the recent years, I would say the last two, two to three years, I've been asked a lot of questions about, you know, how to how to be a better mascot, like what, like how to perform certain characters and things like that. So that's definitely one of the things that does bring me joy. And the other thing, I mean, there's a lot of things that bring me joy. You know, music. I love music, playing music, writing music, singing music. Um, of course, mascotting. I mean, that's the thing that brings me the most joy is going out there as a mascot and performing in front of hundreds of thousands of people and acting like a fool and just making people laugh, you know? So, um, I mean, TV shows, like I do watch TV here and there. I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch Smosh. <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat. I watch Smosh. And I love it. That that brings me a lot of joy, like hearing their laughter, like all the fun that they have on there. So, and escape rooms. <laughs> that's what brings you joy. So that's what brings you joy. Like, let's think about real quick. I had fun with this on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let's think about, like, TV commercials or anything that will pop into your head. You're like, you know on, apply directly to the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the inside joke of with uh, with the mascots appropriate yes. um, um, <laughs> Zooms hangouts. Yeah. Me, I showed him that video and it's been an inside joke ever since. But that was a commercial. For some reason, that was rent, literally rent-free in my head is head on, apply directly to the forehead. Head on, apply directly to the forehead. Head on. Get it at your local Walgreens. Like, it literally just a girl, like a woman is smiling, putting head on on her forehead. And there was like active on, uh, I think it's like relieve on, like relieve in or something. Like, there's like four different ones they had. And then there was, um, I mean, there was like the, like, this random one that I found that I just started busting a gut laughing and Charlie started busting a gut laughing. It was Freedom from Hemorrhoids, Freedom Hemorrhoid Cream. And it was that one in which they got sued by head on because of the same style of commercial. But commercials wise for me growing up, I remember listening if you remember Mattress Giant, that commercial yeah. will play in my head and for some reason it pumps me up when I go do like mascot appearances. I'll hear that in my head or the Mentos commercial. Like that one just brought me so much like I would I loved watching that commercial because it was just funny, like man, especially full of life. Mentos, the fresh maker. And it was just like literally, oh, there's a problem, pop a Mentos in your mouth and just move on. You know, it was it, it's like problem solved. Like honestly, I don't think that's the real case with Mentos. So don't take my word on that. But <laughs> no, wait, wait. We all know what everyone does with Mentos. Come on, take Put your two cola li- bottles. Take, yes, take your two liter of Coke. Take your Mentos and just explosion. Or even, even like if you think back. Now I just turned thirty years old last year, so I'm in the thirty club now. And looking back thirty years ago, when I was born you know as like the little kid i'd watch nickelodeon and the, the little, little uh things that have like home the lord up and yeah nickelodeon like stuff like that like those little jingles will live rent free literally in my head 
for ever. I mean, like those are some of the stuff that, believe it or not, kind of shaped me to where I am as a mascot. Funny enough. <laughs> and a singer. And you know what other ones are always like when you think of like back in the day, like um back in the nineties. Mm. I know we did we did like the, almost like this like try not to laugh, remember the sound. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, the nineties things like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the video game. Oh, that game is like, great. I I still play that. I love that game. Like that sound, you can still hear it in your head. Mm-hmm. I still hear Super Mario Bros. sometimes in my head, like like the Super Mario World, like do 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 do, like that will play in my head. Or Donkey Kong Country, that's like my favorite game, like ever. Um, so I mean, Donkey Kong is my favorite character from Nintendo, and Bowser, of course. I like Donkey Kong and Bowser. So, though, literally, Donkey Kong was the game that I played the most of. Or even like, let's be let's be honest, like there's other games that you can think of. Like there was a Beavis and Butthead game. You know that that was on Super Nintendo, Game Boy, uh, Genesis. So like that game was fun to play. You know they had a game on PC called Bung Hole in One. It was a golfing game. You know, <laughs> like 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 you mentioned, you know, they try not to laugh. So like the sounds from like the '90s, like right now, just in my head, it just played the Windows '95 load up screen, and the Windows '98 load up screen, just in my head, and the XP. <laughs> it was like the old fashioned like Apple, like. Oh, like those, like, well, those are just some sounds that you can just hear in your head. Yeah, I say, I know when we do play What's the Dub, you always like yeah. to use the, the movie, you know. <laughs> yes, I use the boy, you know. Or we go like, like something like that. It's like a shooting star. And it's like, honestly, that's kind of like my, my quote. I would say that I that I use a lot of is the more you know, because honestly, hey, you know, mascotting, yeah. the more you know. <laughs> yes, like um, when you think of the joy of entertaining, hmm. would you say um, we're talking about our '90s memories? Mm-hmm. Would you? Uh, I want to do like a ranking kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take like the shows: Beavis and Butthead, Ren and Stimpy, Dahlia. Though, like the sh- like Ren and Stimpy should have never made it on on Nickelodeon. Definitely, definitely not. And actually, speaking of which, for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Pete the Crocs, TMNT Crocs that I got from Primark with Pizza Hut. So hey, there you go. And that was a '90s restaurant that was banging. Mm-hmm. Pizza but Hut now. Where did you get Pizza Hut? At Target. Either Target or they have some Pizza Huts with a little hole in the wall. Now they're not really that. Wait. Yeah. Why? Did you just see what you what happened? With, like, <laughs> I did see what just happened. <laughs> so it does the same emoji reactions. It is on my MacBook. I have a MacBook, so I'm able to do all these. Uh, it does these effects. So the thumbs down, right. the little thumbs down. All right. We go, well, let's do this. That's that's the one. Thumbs up, thumbs down kind of game. All right. Mm-hmm. So two thumbs up for the fireworks. One thumb down. Two thumbs. Like, would it give the the rain and lightning? Let's see. The thumbs down. Yeah, it's rain and lightning. Yep. All right. 
That works. It's gonna be All fun. Right? Let's have some fun. Ninety mm-hmm. oh, cartoons. Okay. Um, Ooh. So we keep it with nineties Nickelodeon cartoons or nineties Nick, Nick Nick and Disney? I, you can do nineties Nick, Disney, and Cartoon Network, honestly. Like have at it. <laughs> I watch a lot. So All right. Let's start it off with Animaniacs. Definitely. Definitely. So, so, so we're calling this the joy of entertainment. Thumbs up, thumbs down game. Yep. All right. Let's go with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Definitely. I love that show. Captain Planet? Yes. <laughs> um, Earth. Bobby's World. Oh, God, you, yes. Bobby's World. Of- I, have, I have loved Bobby's World. Howie How Mandel, Mandel back in the day. Comic genius, definitely. X-Men. X-Men. I liked X-Men. I didn't watch a lot of it growing up, but I liked it, so I'll give it like a thumbs up. Uh, a single? Uh, a a single thumbs up. up. I was a... I mean, I'm a Marvel DC guy, so... Tiny Toons. Yes. Do you remember the, the Do you remember the Game Boy game? Tiny Toons Adventure? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> My cousin had it, and uh, I had it, and we would play that for hours. I had a Bugs Bunny game where you had to, like, grab, I think it was, like, carrots or something through the doors, and then you had to, like, grab the key and go to the next level, which got lost in the car on the way to the move down to Florida when I was little. You know what? I don't think a lot of people would know this one. Where in the world is Common San Diego? San Diego. The yes. Game. The game, yes. Game show. The show was great. And funny enough, I'll sing that song sometimes uh, in karaoke. Is it Where in the World is Common San Diego? I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, Hanson. They played that at the, the, the recent game I just did for the one team I worked for for Boy Band Night. <laughs> they played Hanson. And I was like, I, I like that song. I'm not going to lie, guys. I love Hanson. I love Umbop. And that was one of the first songs on my guitar was Umbop. But let, let, let's, let's say uh, Land Before Times. Oh, yes. that that That's a show that was in a movie series that was a stable for me. So mm-hmm. two, three. Uh, I, three know, like, <laughs> I remember like, watching mm-hmm. those so many times at friends' houses during sleepovers. Oh, and... yes. Yes. Um, that was definitely one we watched a lot of. Or even Lion King. A lot of Disney movies. Mm-hmm. If you did not have the VHSs of the Disney movies, like, like, everyone had at least one Disney classic VHS. I had multiples. <laughs> right. I'm, be- I'm being reasonable. Yes. Everybody had at least one Maybe a few. Growing up, I had literally what I called my Disney VHS library, and I still have these VHSs, believe it or not. Goofy movie. Yes. Um, Hercules. Oh, God, yes. I love Hercules. Hades is my favorite villain in Disney, so. All right. Flintstones, the movie, the first Flintstones movie. 
Uh, animated or live, live action with uh, John Goodman and Rick Moranis. Yes, love that movie. I love it. That was a I enjoyed that movie so much. And Rosie O'Donnell as as Betty. Oh yes, she like, played Betty very well. She really did. Well, that's that's the thing about the night. Like everyone's gonna say their de- their their childhood decade was the best, but if like. I know I'm going to sound biased big time on this, but <laughs> 90s, 90s shows, 90s movies, 90s music mm-hmm. really changed the way uh, entertainment as a whole. It did. And actually, because you were talking about Disney, for those that can't really see behind me, I have a Chippendale collection here on my shelf. And this plush right here is from 1989. These are the original 1989 plush of Rescue Rangers. So, so what do you think of the show Recess? Oh, I loved Recess. Definitely two thumbs up. I love that show a lot. I thought it was great. It was funny. Um, I mean, come on. You have six. It was six kids with different personalities. And they were always hanging out with together. They were like best friends and you know, you had one that loved his food and had a very good singing voice, which was Mikey, um, who was my favorite character on, uh, on Recess. I loved Mikey. I just thought he was very relatable because I like food. But I also, I'm one of those people that that wasn't known for my singing. Uh, so, <laughs> and he has like that very nice, you know, like deep-ish voice, you know. And the Recess movie was great, too. That was a good movie, because they played Green Tambourine, and I loved that song. Let's think about... I think this is very funny. Because I Googled 90s cartoons. Mm-hmm. So they classified these as cartoon dark comedies. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Rocky's Modern Life. They classified think- it as a cartoon dark comedy i can kind of see i can see where they're going with that i mean we think about it there was an episode where heifer went to hell <laughs> and then he had the guy remember that episode like <laughs> yes and he's like hell i thought this place was smack sensors and yeah. it's like like you think about it, like that was kind of like a dark moment in rocco's modern life or like you would see like other episodes that kind of had that little bit of a dark like you know feel I mean, you have Heifer, not Heifer, um, you have... Gilbert. Uh, Gilbert, yeah. And he, he cracked me up because he would be like, I'm nauseous. If he was I'm on a swing, nauseous. I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. Yeah. I'm nauseous. He adopted, I think it was like three, like, birds or something as his kids. Like, and this, the, that one, like, crazy character who had, like, the hook hand and, the, like, the regular hand and she had the weird, like, triangle-shaped head and she'd go, like, Yes, like that, and like the doctor, the, 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 the doctor, the and she she's she one of my favorites. No, she's like yeah, she's like one of my she's favorites. Like, okay, and she like tilted her head like see, yeah, and, like, she like tilted the opposite way. It's like her and Filbert somehow got together. Or like, they got okay. they got married. They got they married. got married. They got married. And I was like, okay, this is cool, but at the same time, kind of weird. <laughs> and the like, kids aren't awesome. even like biologically theirs. Like they're like these adopted kids that Filbert literally took in you know and he wanted to learn how to fly so he went on a swing and they started pushing him and he goes i'm nauseous i'm nauseous i'm nauseous and we just do that 
or anything that was like a slight movement, he would say I'm nauseous. Rocco was honestly, I mean, kind of, who doesn't love Rocco and Spunky? Today is a dangerous day. Ed, yes, my beautiful butterfly. <laughs> like, had big head and yeah, the big boy. head. Yes. Oh, the big heads were great. Especially in the opening cards, you see Ed pop out and then his wife push him back down to the toaster. I was like, that's great. Like, come on. Like, no, whole, got... That show alone, when, when you think of like joy of entertaining, that mm. clicked. That checked every single box for it a kid did. in the 90s. And it's funny because when, you when you're saying Rock is my life now, my mind is flashed back now to like 90s Nickelodeon and the, the next show that popped in my head was Hey Arnold. And that was a show that I absolutely loved as a child was Hey Arnold. Like, I liked Rugrats, but Hey Arnold was like, I'm sorry for all your Rugrats was, but like, Hey Arnold was like above that. Like, the, like every episode had like a, a story. Okay, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Like, point. <laughs> <laughs> it was brainy, brainy, because he always yeah. would stalk Helga, because Helga would be in there like, oh, Arnold, my beautiful, loving, football-headed, like, true love, like, her poetry. Then she was always, like, this, like, angry character, like, doy. And then you had Phoebe, who was, like, a genius. Eugene, who was a thespian. Gerald, who was an athlete. Arnold, that was, like, an all-arounder. Um, I mean, there was so many. Stinky, who was the hillbilly. Harold <laughs> 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 ate. I am not going to leave my stoop. Soup, uh, soup kid. Soup kid. Scared to leave a soup. Like, I mean, there's so many, like, characters in that show that just are, that will stick in your head. You know, grandpa. like, Grandma. Grandpa. Oh, Steely Phil. Oh, God. Our, Arnold's grandma was just, like, she was a vibe. She literally <laughs> was the, a vibe, and I loved her. I mean, you've also got uh, Oscar. Susie, I'm a hungry. Make me yeah. a sandwich. Like, she, he was like, like no Oscar, you know, and like and his wife Susie, they got like Mr. Kakashka, and then of course, uh, Mr. Wynn, which mm-hmm. who would have thought that someone of Asian culture would have a phenomenal country voice? Yeah, you know, that was kind of discovered. Country episode, yeah. Yes, and I mean, the like that that show popped in my head. I mean, of course, like I said, Ren and Stimpy, which shouldn't have belonged on Nickelodeon, yeah. but somehow it did. Idiot. Angry Beavers. I mean, they had that that clip of Ren. I think it was Ren, or it was Ren or Stimpy. Is one of them had a saw right on yeah, his. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was it was Ram, and he was going like and, this, yeah. like this on on Stimpy, and, and it's and like it's long on Nickelodeon. Right. And you're curious. Who's the pitcher? And who's the catcher? I'm the pitcher. You're the catcher. I'm the pitcher. You're the catcher. I'm the pitcher. You're the catcher. Like that 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 sent some signals there. Obviously, you know what I mean. But that, that that's kind of like a reason why that show didn't belong in Nickelodeon. So, like, <laughs> if you know grew up in the time, then you probably wouldn't understand it. I mean, as kids, we didn't think nothing of that. We were little. <laughs> so, like, we were just watching the show for the comic. Angry Beavers was another one that I watched a lot of. Doug, Rugrats. Okay. Doug. Yes. Did you like the Disney revamp of it? The Disney I did. I, I did, actually. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really a really nice kind of, like, lead-in from the Nickelodeon version and the theme song too, which that one pops in my head from time to time. And it's just that one. But the original theme song 
we think about it, it was kind of almost like an acapella style, like do 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 do, and it was just like that will stick in your head too. But that show definitely was iconic. Like if we like we we're talking about all these nineties. Mm-hmm. I guess you're only you're only thirty. I'm thirty eight, but there've been so <laughs> many shows in the eighties that were as iconic. Mm-hmm. We can think of. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, there's a lot of shows in the 80s. And I, I've actually... 80s, early 90s. Like, that transition. Yeah, which one? I'm saying it's, it's, it was a yeah. transition. It from, was. From the, like, your, 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 your old school sitcoms mm-hmm. to the MTV era of, of yeah, shows. Yeah, so we, now I'm going to kind of shock a lot of you because I did watch the show you know, as a kid, and it's from the 80s, it was Gummy Bears. I watched that show. Oh, my God. As a kid, I, I remember Gummy Bears, buzzing here and there and everywhere. Like, my friend who I live with, I actually live with my friends. I uh, moved out of my mom's last year, so hey, big step in my life there. But um, moving in with them was, like, the best decision I ever made, honestly. <laughs> because, I mean, of course, you know, my mascot career is another decision that was the best decision I ever made. But moving here was great because I get to watch, like, a bunch of, like, 90s and 80s cartoons with my friend. And I just have a blast. Uh, Gummy Bears was one of them. She brought up a show called Rainbow Bright that she, she watched as a kid. I never Rainbow watched it. Bright, I need to think. I it's remember. A, it's, an older, it's an older show, but. Louis um, Castle. I don't. I never watched the show. Honestly, I remember watching like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Mm. I remember watching um, what was it? I think in the eighties they had like the late eighties. It was like Transformers, if I remember correctly. And you had Transformers. You had Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I Chip think it was an eighties to nineties show. Top, top Spin. Mm-hmm. Um, Tailspin. Thank you. Tailspin, which Blue is another favorite Disney character of mine, but. For any of you that want to know, these are my favorite Disney characters right here. Chip and Dale. I love these two. And honestly, that's going to be a tattoo of mine is Chip and Dale. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I remember watching like, yeah, Gummy Bears. I remember watching Care Bears, um, Care Bears Smurfs. <laughs> like Smurf. the classic cartoon Smurfs. I just remember watching that too. Like there's so many shows that really come to mind. I think Gargoyles was an 80s show too, like 80s and 90s show. I remember watching that. Um, I mean, we have Disney Plus. You can find a lot of these shows. I just yeah. <laughs> I say, what about Double Dare? Like, oh those, yes, those old, those old Nickelodeon game yeah. shows. Double yes. Dare, Nick Arcade, Guts. Yes, Guts was another one. Figure It Out was probably my favorite one, though. Because you had the four. <laughs> yes, Donna, I can it, hear what they said. Like we we like, we're gonna play home cover your ears, so I would cover my ears and close my eyes, and I would try to guess like what it was. And I loved that show, you know. Um, it was just a great. Um, I thought it was funny, and I mean, come on, if they got like the like the word that was slime them, like I mean, come on. As a kid, I wanted to be slime. I'm not gonna sugarcoat that. Like I you know wanted what? to be slime. We all wanted to be slimed. Everyone, everybody yes. wants to be slimed. Like. Yes, I've always like, wanted to be is, slimed by a Nickelodeon. Said, you said guts. Mm-hmm. All right, and I'll be like, that is such a historic soundstage. 
It is, which that, also that sound is, stage twenty one. Yes, and I think that was also the same st- uh, sound stage that had Legends of the Hidden Temple, which I watched that show a lot too. So, so. sound stage twenty one pretty much hosted Legends, Guts. Mm-hmm. I want to say Nick Arcade. Yes, there was another uh, game show. I remember on Nickelodeon. It was like this video game style game show that was Nick hosted by Mark Summers. That was Nick Arcade. No, no, wait, Mark, wait, with Mark Summers? No. It was with Mark Summers, and wait. he hosted it. No, it was. It was, a, it was a cool like game show. I really liked it. Are you talking about? Um, I'm trying to think of it. Um, Prime Time Live. You match. You win. No, no, no. It was like older uh nickelodeon game show i'm trying to remember what it was um oh god it's gonna really bug me now trying to figure it out um it's a fun story i was on slime time live really i was a contestant really slime time live you match you win oh that is cool i am a little jealous i mean i've I've been down to like nickelodeon studios the thing is the way it was was you remember snick they're like, call now and and, and for the, for the opportunity to be on Slime Time live. Yes, I remember. Like, I, I, remember I asked that. my parents to call. Yeah, it was, a, it was. It uh, was. It was. Uh, get the picture was another one that I remember get watching. The picture, yes. Get the picture was another one. Um, br- uh, well, brain surge was. I mean, that, that was that was that was two thousands. That was two thousands. Um. But yeah, like thinking of those old like Nickelodeon game shows, like Double Dare, there's Double Dare 2000. I mean, you know, and the prizes they gave away too. I mean, come on, look at the prizes on Figure It Out. Like those are some really cool prizes. Like what kid would not want to win a trip for like a week to like a tropical like vacation, get a new bike or new video games, things like that. So like. The one that always makes you laugh is this one. If you. The grand prize, a family trip to Universal Studios, Florida. Like that, you that was just funny. Already. You like, were there. I'm already there. <laughs> you know that was just funny. I mean, even like Guts was really cool, but Legends of the Hidden Temple was. I would say it was kind of like a, almost like a not Big Brother, but like Survivor style game show for kids. And I thought that was a really cool, cool thing. And the thing is. We are at the 45-minute mark mm. of it. So we're going to be wrapping it up very soon. But did you see the Hulu documentary about Nickelodeon? I did. I did. So, so this is not a paid advertisement from Hulu. This is not a paid advertisement mm. from Disney or anyone. For those that want to remember the 90s, Nickelodeon, check out that documentary. Um, Definitely. It'll bring you so much memories of when you were a kid. Oh, yes. And, and it's just funny how Disney Plus pretty much has all the shows now. Yeah, but I got I got thrown back to my childhood watching that documentary and going on Disney Plus and seeing all those shows when I was a kid. You know, even uh, Roly Poly Oli was another one. Then my cousins and I would wake up at 4.30 in the morning just to watch the rest of the night. Like, we loved watching that show. I mean, but it, it really threw me back to childhood. <laughs> Old. <laughs> so, Ryan, I want to thank you so much for um, mm-hmm. joining me this evening. As yes. for those um, that are still with us, 
Um, listening, thank you so much. This podcast is pretty much just a conversation of just like hanging out. Mm-hmm. There's no real script. Um, yes, yeah, so some questions I'll ask each time, but uh, it just just um, friends hanging out and sharing memories and what brings us joy and why we got into the entertainment field. Mm-hmm. So, so Ryan, where can they find you? <laughs> so you can find me on social media at RM Mascots. My, my name, I think, is like right there. <laughs> uh, you can find me pretty much. Like, bing, that's my name. Uh, you got it correctly. You point correctly. <laughs> right, bing, like right there is my name. You can find me at RM Mascots on a lot of social medias. Um, where if you want to find, like, my business um, mascot stuff, it's RM Mascots underscore official. I had to differentiate the two. Um, I also do independent mascotting. So if you need somebody to, you know, be a character, you know, perform your character, just let me know. Ryan at rmmascots.com. It's my own domain. <laughs> so I was very fortunate for that. Um, that's where you can find me. Um, if you're around the Chicagoland area, hey, you know, come on down to any of the sports teams. You may catch me performing one of the mascots. You may never know. The thing is, one thing I always love to say is, I tell everyone coming to the games, I may see you, but you may you will not see me. Exactly. I may see you, but you may not see me. <laughs> and that's the honest God truth. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not like us being doing... Eh, 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 eh. No, that, that, it's true. You you come to the fence, we would see you, but you would mm. not see us. Exactly. Exactly. And with all the... <laughs> I have like a few teams I work for. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. So <laughs> I'm all around here yeah you can you can find him any like almost anywhere in the chicago area and maybe mm. even at the mascot hall of fame yep i like to hang out there sometimes <laughs> more times than me so true sure i was just there last month i was there twice so and that's another thing we want to give a shout out to just because they've been so great to uh, a lot of us it's a mascot mm. hall of fame. It is yep. in Whiting, Indiana. And that's right there. Reggie from Brahagen, right there. <laughs> and, and, and the great thing is, like, I wasn't really had the opportunity to really say this since it happened. But unfortunately, um, Chaz Party Gorilla did not get Best Independent Mascot Program for 2023. But um, Chaz is very thankful for whoever nominated him because he was up against amazing, um, amazing group. Yojo, congratulations. Romilo, congratulations on your program. Um, the independent mascot scene is growing and mm-hmm. it is amazing how the mascot hall of fame is, is honoring them now. Oh yes. So, and I've got my own mascot actually in the works as we speak. So I'm really excited for that. Uh been working very hard on him. His name is gonna be Axel. He's gonna be a tiger, a white tiger with purple eyes. Uh and I might have been in talks of like Relay for Life and like Suji Coma and stuff like that. So 
I'm really excited. Once I get the the funds, I should be able to finally get my character and start using my character to to build um, my brand more. I don't know why are we saying all these brands right now, and now now I need to give another plug. <laughs> so, if you need some mascot work done, see my friends at Rocky Mountain Productions. Yes. So, Rocky Mountain Productions is a brand new company that's out there. It was it, it was created by the legendary John Absey. So, um, check them out. If you want to get some stuff done, let them know that I sent you to them. Um, they do some amazing work, and one of their biggest clients is Cosmo. BYU, um, BYU. Cosmo. So I love Cosmo. He's 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 out there for sure. Uh, for for sure. <laughs> so before we continue rambling, like that always happens. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. Until the next episode, if, yeah, if yeah. whoever you guys want me to interview, please let me know. I'll do my best to interview them. Mm-hmm. And of course, I get a lot of people asking, "Why don't you uh, ma- uh, interview Toro? Interview all these mascot prefer- mascots out there?" And the thing is, we have to remind everyone that yes, we would love to talk to them, but they have NDAs. A lot yep. of these professional mascots that we'll love to talk to and talk with, they have NDAs and they cannot give out their identity. But mm-hmm. I have a few um, performers up, up my sleeves that's going to be coming very soon. So with mm-hmm. that being said, guys, have a wonderful night. And we'll yep. see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye-bye. <laughs>